stuck at home and he's locked the door. Lenny the lockdown loser. When the COVID spikes, it's a bad time for Lenny the lockdown loser. His emotional health is up shit creek, but we love to hear that sad sack speak. A brand new catchphrase every week. Today I cried for three hours. It's episode 299. <laughs> oh, Lenny. Uh, look, I don't know. I don't know how this episode is going to be put together. Oh, um, I don't know what's happened, but um, I've, I've really start, started to feel a connection to Lenny the Lockdown Loser. Yeah. And I almost feel like he's all we need at the start of our episodes now. <laughs> I feel like people now know that's the start of How About This. <gasps> no I'm, theme songs. Well, not, not for now, not while he's there. It, feel, it does feel like oh. a bit of a double down. Yeah, I feel like um, the, the the more I hear Lenny, the more I feel like he's he's all we need and his catchphrases. I mean, he's yeah. got it all going on, um, and we've transitioned now. People have people have come to know and love what to expect from the opening, and um, I'm happy to let Lenny the lockdown loser just just own the opening. Yeah. Okay. Until we're not in lockdown anymore, is that the, yeah, is that yeah, the deal? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which yeah. Is, which could be soon. I'm good with that. Which could oh, be soon. Knows? Today we dipped under the we dipped under the target for the first time. Our fourteen day average. Yeah. All right. right. You know what that means? Everyone just goes, "We're better. Let's go." Uh, Yeah. And the fourteen day average goes way up. (laughs) Or everyone's like, "Fuck that! I'm not getting tested. I'm not getting tested because if we all don't get tested, the numbers will look great, and then we can all come back out." They're 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 using Trump theory. It's I mean it's effective. Yeah, yeah. It, it will yeah. get us out of lockdown. To be fair, yeah, yeah, it's 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 factual. If no one goes and gets tested, we're out. We're free. Yeah, for two weeks, and then we're but, back in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what a sure. what a great two weeks. Eventually, some poor COVID-ridden people will turn up at hospitals, and our numbers will spike again. Um, yes, but imagine those two weeks of freedom, everyone. Oh. In so Melbourne. Good. I mean, everyone else yeah. already knows. They understand freedom. That's um, all I need every six weeks is two weeks of freedom. Yeah, I, I think could, that could I could work. live that way. I reckon yeah. people would take that. Yeah. It's, it's the ups and downs. Yeah. The parents at school um, were just like losing their minds because the parks opened yesterday, yeah. I think. Yeah, and yeah. They're, like, they're just like, oh, God. Oh, thank yeah. God. It's so Miriam took Alexander to a park yesterday Poor. and it was like, Ants on a piece of bread, honeyed bread, like yeah, on a just piece like of COVID honey bread. Alexander just got to the park. He's like, nah, nah, nah. too many people. And yeah, then they I- just went to like the dog park bit and hung out there for a while. Like it was just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Just, I live, uh, I live just uh, like oh, two doors down from a park, and the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the foot traffic part. It's really? a constant stream of people just living it up in the park. It's like the Royal just- Melbourne Show. You know, you should have been Dick Man. You should have just been on your front porch. <laughs> yeah, get out, Dick. <laughs> Oh, I should Mommy! I should have run a lemonade stand. Probably oh. can't. It's probably illegal. Oh yeah, I mean, you would have got. I mean, it definitely shut is the illegal. Fuck down. I mean, oh, I don't know. You can sell coffee takeaway. I, I mean, guess. You know, let's oh. do with that. I mean, you don't I'm, sell it. You just put one of your, you put your smallest child out there, and everyone's like, oh. Whereas <laughs> you're saying it, they're like, just don't look at the man. Don't look at the weird man. I figure if it's. I figure if we just operate on a Bugs Him Alone kind of situation, <laughs> as long as it's kids dealing with kids, everyone's yep. okay with it at yep. this yep. stage. So if my kids just sell to your kids, you know, kids passing by, we don't sell to the adults. Yep. We get yep. the adults to give money to the kids and the kids yep. give the money to our kids who then give it to us. We Bugs Him Alone the shit out of this situation and everyone's yeah. going to be okay. Chicken Bugs Him Alone stands up. I haven't seen it for a fair while. We watched it just a couple of weeks ago. <gasps> what do you think? Look, it's... 
it's a strange film. Like it's, it's it always really was a strange a, film. It always yeah. was a strange film. But uh, I didn't know it was a strange film when I saw it when I was a kid. I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it reson- resonates with young people the way it resonated with us. Yeah. Uh, but I still enjoyed it, but I can't separate it from enjoying Your childhood. it as a, as a kid. But, right. yeah. yeah. But you do recognise that it's an odd film with yeah. some odd choices made. Um, yeah. But despite all that, I'm all for it. It's got some great songs. Yeah. It's kids. <laughs> it's Spies. great. Spies. Gangsters. Yeah. I mean, come it's on. It's Chachi. What's it, Chachi? <laughs> That's a Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a real jerk. Like, the main yeah. character bugs him alone. He's just a bit of a jerk, and we're not sure why we're supposed to like him, but I do remember liking him. But yeah. that's the Bayo factor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, as an adult, yep. I don't like him. No. No. He's He's... He's, he's, he's Trump's right I hand. Mean, yeah. yeah, he's Trump's right hand. He's cancelled. <laughs> we're not angry. We're just disappointed in yeah. Chachi, aren't we? Yeah, it got. He he did well. He he transitioned from that to yeah. Charles um, in Happy Charge. Days, and then into Charles in Charge. Like he did a yeah. double thing. He going for two high. big roles, yeah. and then that just I don't know. Charles in Charge finished, like, and that was the end like, of him. Yeah, he just he couldn't find a way out of sitcom land, could he? I don't know. I feel like he got to the he was the he was at the top of the sitcom mountain. He's like, look at me. I, I'm I'm Scott Bayo in charge. That's what I am. <laughs> right. Um but he's like, is this enough for me? I want more. But yeah, then he wanted wanted to make the movie jump, but Netflix wasn't around there to give, yeah. give sitcom stars their own. He was, I just wonder if he's gonna make a comeback. Like if he's one of those he actors. Can't, I don't now, I can't see now. it happening. If he hadn't completely sabotaged his image, I think he was a hundred percent on track for a comeback. But he had a reality TV show, didn't he? Like he's uh, Scott Bayo's I'm Scott Bayo and I'm forty six and pregnant or something. Like it's some, <laughs> sure. some something like that where it's like just a, some I th- is it like a weird like a parody almost, was it? it no, I like think it's, it's, I feel like he got someone pregnant. Like, Oh, good. <laughs> like it's some weird story. I don't Joni? know. Was it Joni? Joni? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Touchy loves Joni. He even had a spin-off yeah. from Happy Days. Of all yeah. the characters yeah. they could have spun out, they yeah. spun those two out. Like it was massive. And suddenly they were his... alive in the 80s and the same age they were in the 50s and 60s. <laughs> that was his first miss though. That was the first... Oh, was it? It was a bit like Joey and Friends. Yeah, that was the first yeah. No Deal. Yeah, okay. It's very hard to spin off. Yeah, there Look, aren't I, many successful. I'll, Fraser from Cheers. Not, that's the only real standout. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a big one, isn't it? Uh, I'll watch. I'll watch uh, Matt LeBlanc in Top Gear all day. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a single episode. Nor have I. But, but I have seen every episode of episodes with Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Also, so that's a great a show. Yeah, it is. Norse. Uh, yeah, he's he's very charming. Uh, and uh, yeah, easy, easy to watch. There you I go. Do. Oh, you know what else? Uh, I, I, we spoke about this briefly uh, offline, but as we're mm. speaking about online, uh, I, I, we settled in to watch something on Saturday night. We were going through uh, Amazon, and a, uh, a a thing called the Goes Wrong Show popped up. Oh, we watched the first episode last night. Yeah, and it oh. was uh, it's, it's like a fast kind of thing, uh, like an amateur, or like a play that goes wrong. Yeah. And, and for me, like turning it on, I was like, I know the premise of this and I wanted to comedy, comedy snob it so bad. Like I was just like, yeah, you know, it's like amateur uh, doing an amateur retake of something and yeah. um, like that improvised game, you know, amateur play and stuff like that. And it'll have all the jokes that you expect. And it did, but then it had more and then it pushed them further. Yeah. And then <laughs> by the end of that first episode, I was in tears with laughter. I, 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 I had a great time with it. Yeah, 
So, 100% agree. How did you go, Carl, after we recommended it to you? Exactly the same thing. I watched it and I was like, if I'd watched it without you guys saying, you know, it kind of builds, yeah. I was like, oh, this, this is going to be shit. But yeah. because I knew, because Alexander's like, what's this? What is this? And I'm like, just, you got to stick with her. And Maria's watching it. And then she's like, oh, this is lame. And she goes on her phone. And then at one something happens on screen. And then I hear her just pissing herself laughing. Yeah. And then she watched it for about 10 minutes, just laughing out loud the whole time. And then she just went back to her phone. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it was really weird. So Alexander and I were just like pissing ourselves. Like, it's just, it's really well done. Yeah. I don't know if so, they're doing cuts. Do you reckon they're doing cuts or do you reckon they're filming be. it as a play? Nah, they the take stuff, their time. Yeah. Because they're yeah. from that play. That goes there is a play. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah, a franchise. Yeah. yeah. Things, yeah. So they're all really physically adept. Yeah. And that's what I enjoyed about it was a lot of the physical. Uh, yeah. Stuff and uh, and the commitment, you know, hundred percent commitment to everything, and no, at no point are they kind of winking to the audience at all. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're some of the gags are, are very winky, but yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. But they're not doing the winky stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're saying hundred percent committed and in role and and all that sort of stuff. They're not even noticing everything go wrong so much. You know what I mean? Like that could get tiresome if they're if they're kind of trying to hide it all the time, but they just plow mm. through. Um, How did um, Alexander like it? He loved it. Yeah, like tonight, right. he's like, could we watch another one of those shows tonight? Oh, like, no, the second one's got some good stuff in it. Does yes. it? Yeah. Like he, was, he, really, he goes, are they all horror? I don't know if he got a bit freaked out by... Right. Nah, they're all different about... genres from what I can yeah, tell, which that's I think is right. a good choice. Yeah, yeah second I think one's so a spy. Well. That's English no, no, don't say anything. I don't oh, want okay. anything. Okay, cool. Nothing. Don't you know, Nothing. Do you know Carl at all? Jesus, dude. Don't force Jeez. him to go la 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 with his fingers next, in his ears uh, while next, we're on a podcast. Next uh, next week, uh, Alexander's going to come uh, to you with a, a script. <laughs> the script <laughs> the script that goes wrong. Dad, I've got an idea. Mr. Hilarious's joke that goes wrong. <laughs> we also, I found the great Canadian Bake Off as well. Oh. It's the first season and it's hosted by, I don't know who the woman is. I've never seen her before. But the guy is, is it David Levy? You know, Eugene Levy's son? Yeah. Sean Is Levy. that his name? Daniel? No, no, no. Sean Levy's the producer guy, director. It's from um, Shit's Creek. The, the guy from Shit's Creek, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Levy. Is yeah, Daniel Levy. He's he's one of the hosts. He plays, he plays David, David in yeah. Shit's Creek. Oh, that's right. David. 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 <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah, yeah, and it's great because it's like, it's it's not English, but it's not American. It's like halfway <laughs> between the both, so it's okay because yep. an American version of that, I think, would be just fucking terrible. Yeah, you should write the terrorist ads. Canada, <laughs> not English, not American. <laughs> it splits the difference beautifully. I, speaking of Americans, I with watched a whole bunch some, of French in there. I watched like um, there's like a there was a French game, like a clash of the two you know teams that hate each other, um, Marseille what? and PSG, and there were five red cards in the game. Oh, oh soccer! This is like yeah, yeah soccer. In soccer. Sorry, um, and. The, but the commentary was from America, so it was an American commentating on soccer. And it was like the most jarring thing you'd ever heard. It was just, yeah. it was so weird. And it didn't fucking shut up. Like, <sighs> like in the soccer, they just, they don't call every play like they do no. in the AFL, you know. They just say names like, every once in a while. Yeah. And you're yeah. watching it as well. You don't need it all explained to you. Mela. But this American guy just didn't shut up the whole time. It was like, oh, so bad. <laughs> it sounds so like bad. an angry email is in order, Carl. Yeah, I think oh, It's so. already gone. It's gone already. <laughs> Another thing we have to uh, uh, formally do, well, we don't have to formally do, but uh, we should, is Let's. give a shout out to the official 
Dr. Brains. Dr. Brains. Yes. Dr. Brains. My phone, my phone was lighting up before the episode. Yeah, just, just like your afternoon. brain does when it gets Dr. information. Yeah. Dr. Brains <laughs> got her official PhD certificate uh, all uh, all uh, officialized and mm. uh, she's a doctor. She's our official doctor, so we we do so have. So we an just need her to a, we just need her to legally change her name to Brains with a Z. Yeah. And um, I yeah. feel like we've really we've really made some palpable change in the world. Mm-hmm. I've got to say on the thread. People were saying, and I think she even said she spelled it with an S at the end. Doctor Brains, not Doctor oh. Brains. So that's just. Why do you hate fun, Doctor Brains? Yeah. <laughs> Why do it? you hate become fun? a doctor and it's all like real world yeah. now? All of a sudden, you want to you want to fit in. Is that your problem? Yeah. You don't want to be cool. <laughs> you don't want to follow the how about this way of life with a Z at the end of your name. All right, Doctor Brains with an S. <laughs> Hey, Rick Browns, yep. you're being too harsh. That's true. Maybe I'm just, I've got tall poppy syndrome and I get Carl it real McConsels. quick. <laughs> what? Jason, Jason Geary. Jason Geary's. We've all got Zs in our name. Dr. Brains. One of us. One, one of, of us, us. One of us. Does everyone have a Z in their name when you do it like that? Surely. Well, you could... You- you can put a Z in anyone's name if you just force a Z in there, Carl. Yeah. Zal. But that's what that's what you just did. But at the yep. end, like that's Carl's. Carl's. Carl's McConnell's. <laughs> no. Or Carl's McConzels. Yeah, McConzel. You right. gotta find we gotta find where it fits. You know, Sam, everyone's everyone's got a natural place for a Z. That's what I think. Sam calls me McConzel. Mc, well, there you go. It was She's the be. only person in the world that calls me McConzel. Zam. I just, I just Zam. Zam, Zam, Zam calls you McConzel. Zam Sarding. Yeah. <laughs> McConzel. Jason and Zam. Yeah. <laughs> um, JZ. JZ and Zam. JZ. I should give you some uh, random facts with a Z. Yes, you should. Yeah, yes, yep. you should. Um, yeah. And just to be clear, all the random facts I've given had to have had, have had a Z at the end. I give you random facts. Yeah. All right. I don't think Street. I've been making that clear enough. And maybe I've that's been... where Dr. Brains hasn't quite understood how passionate we are. No, that's I heard that's Dr. Dr. Brains... Dr. Brains' thesis was the binging of all our episodes and turning that into a thing. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 the downfall of three what? gentlemen. Yes. What happened? <laughs> uh, a dying farmer who was trapped beneath a tractor Ooh. scratched his will on the fender of the tractor and the courts accepted it as legally binding. Oh, why not? Wow. This wow. happened in, in Canada, everyone. This was Canada. Oh. I looked into it a little bit because I was wondering um, what his will was. Uh, and, was uh, it like? Hopefully, it wasn't. They didn't. He didn't leave the truck to someone because they've got a scratched up <laughs> fender now. It was an. It was an eighteen-page thesis. He had a. He had a lot of. He had a lot of um, his estate to be divvied up. Uh, no, it was very short and to the point, as you'd imagine when you're dying under a tractor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so he was a farmer. This was in 1948, mind you, way back. Wow. Uh, so that's, some, that's some legal foresight that this person had. I, I feel like in 1948, you'd be a bit more free and easy. I just but, think if he had time to scratch it into the thing, he could have probably got out of there. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's going to put the heavy. effort to taking concentration and scratching all that. No, nah, man. If you get caught in a tractor, you could have got caught in like blades of something. Like he could have mm-hmm. only been half a guy by that stage. Oh, there is that thing where if you get like huge pressure on the thing and then you're released from that pressure all the toxins flood through your body and you die really quickly. Right. Yeah. So, all that gut health will get you. Yeah. Yeah. You get angry. You make your gut health angry. It's all going to come back and haunt you. You're going to cut us off. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, brain. Um, yeah. So he, 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 
he cut it. He scratched it in with a pocket knife. So if it was a sort of like oh. a, if it was 127 hours trapped under a rock situation, yeah. he probably should have cut his arm off. But yeah, I assume it wasn't. Leg. I assume it wasn't something like that, or he only had less than 127 hours to sort that shit out. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, but he scratched in. In case I die in this mess, what is? Wow. He's, I mean, he's got, he's got a pretty. He's already time. wasting words. He's I got some yeah, time. He's, that's not succinct. <laughs> no. uh, I leave all to the wife. Okay. And then he signed it, Cecil, Cecil George Harris. That was his Which name, wife, obviously. Though? Which wife? I know, to the, the wife. One, no. The wife. She knows the who wife. she is. The <laughs> wife. <laughs> the wife. Hi, um, I'm a wife. No, no, it's <laughs> the wife. The wife. Um, so in case I die in this mess, geez, he was really risking it. Yeah. yeah. He could have um, come down at any point. Yeah. If that in was all he'd written, in case mess. I die in this mess, I leave all... Uh, uh, to yeah. who? To who? <laughs> uh, but it was to the wife, so that makes sense. But he just wanted to make that clear. And uh, they removed the fender and submitted it to the Canadian court uh, as oh. a valid last will and testament. Uh, it must have been a contentious will. I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah. most people would just be like, that's cool. She yeah. can have it. That makes sense. Yeah. Husband died under a tractor. He left it all to you. Why would we need to go to the courts? Because his wife died 50 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe his wife is named Jane and his mistress was named the wife. Yeah, it's tricky. Uh, And it's called, for some reason, it's called a holographic will, um, which is very misleading as a legal term. Yeah. Uh, A holographic will is just a handwritten will. To be valid, uh, the holographic will must be written and signed entirely in the handwriting of the you know the person who's will died yep yeah it does uh, but these kind of wills don't need to be signed by a witness or anything uh. so they are often used in emergency situations but they're those really like the airplanes going down situations yep. um, they're called holographic wills they're not oh, your normal wow. legal document but they they are officially legal uh, if you're in a you know if it's as long as it's in your handwriting so don't fuck up the handwriting yeah, this I know. guy this guy carved in into a fender and got the handwriting right so you've got what no happens- excuse what happens if the tractor's on the on your writing hand, and then you just scri- you take the time to scribble it in with your left hand, and they're like, "Nah, that's nah, not legal writing. That doesn't. That's, nah. that's why you always need to submit examples of your your dominant handwriting and yep. your and your undominant handwriting. Makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Compare because you never know which arm's going to be trapped under a tractor, and then you, you need never to know. S- you submit examples of both hands when you're under a tractor as well. Yeah, because that changes how you're feeling, yeah. how you're writing. And yeah. you should put in, this Tempo. is how I write when I'm carving with a, with a pocket knife. This is yeah. how I write when I'm scratching with a stick. This That's is, true. This is how I write when I'm, when I'm just going <laughs> on a pane of glass. And then <laughs> this is how I finger. write when the Titanic is sinking. This is how I write when I'm on a horse. This is how I write when I'm being dragged behind a horse. It may seem like an extensive list of examples to submit for legal evidence, but I think it's worth it. Well, because yeah. you're saving everyone around you yeah. a hassle. But it's going to uh, take a whole bunch of time. Yeah. So much time that you're not going to amass any wealth doing anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so or you get famous for the, you know, hey, he's, that's that guy. He's the, he can die in any situation and he'll be fine. And then, <laughs> and then you die in the one situation. Where, <laughs> the <whatever>. one. Lava. <laughs> oh, lava. God damn it. I didn't, no time I didn't, to write. <laughs> I didn't record my handwriting while I was being eaten by a shark. Damn it. <laughs> oh, I did. That was the first one I did. Carve it uh, into the shark. I live it to uh, shark. On March the 4th, 1995, 
Uh, March the 4th. Where was I? March the 4th, 1995. I was living in Fitzroy. Oh, you are so cool, Carls. Uh, it sounds cool. It was fucking awful. Oh. The, pla- um, the place I was living in was awful. Yeah, it was we a had psychopath. Yeah. A psychopath living next door to us. Well, while this was happening, a New Orleans mm. police officer mm-hmm. committed a violent armed robbery, murdering a uniformed policeman and two employees what? of a restaurant in the process. And then that same officer returned to investigate the crime and was, in, was identified by one of the survivors, one of the employees <laughs> of the restaurant who Jesus. hid in the freezer during the robbery. Oh, oh almost the perfect crime. Evil oh, police what officer. Idiot. Why? What was he doing? I don't they know. Shakedown. Shakedown, Carl. Yeah, I feel oh, like... Dirty oh, cop. Yeah. Dirty, dirty cop. cop. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Why aren't you checking the freezer? That's where they always go. It says here, uh, I don't know. It says here in the, in the, in the facts uh, that the police officer, it says she was identified by the survivor. It was a female oh. dirty cop. Wow. Um, oh, gee, I wish I'd found out more about this. I spent all my time researching uh, <laughs> wheels on a, on a tractor. Tractor man. Wheels and, wheel. And no information about this um, lady. Lady, uh, what's, a, what's, a, what's, a, what's a famous Gaga? dirty cop? Lady, yeah, Lady Gaga. That famous <laughs> dirty cop, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. She's gone. Gaga. Lady uh, Marmalade. <laughs> uh, so, but I feel like that's a Netflix series I'd watch. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, speaking oh, yeah. of um, people turning up in Netflix series and then trying to spin it into gold, I, I was reading that um, Carol Baskin from Tiger King oh, God. is on the oh, latest no. season of Dancing with the Stars oh, in America. Oh, <laughs> whoa. And it's just a hop, skip and a jump till she's one of the masked singers, I swear. Uh, wow. <laughs> and I'm well, like, no, that doesn't surprise me. Nah. It's America. It's like, yeah, of course. It's there's a whole, Baskin. there's a huge demographic that would just be like, yeah, yeah. we're all for Carol Baskin. No, she's a potential murderer. As, yeah, she's as evil as all of them. Hey, hey, alleged, alleged evil, alleged evil. Yeah. Alleged evil. Everything you know about her, you you know from a Netflix series that Netflix I mean, does not lie. Netflix but- with a Z. We don't know Netflix. for sure that it's not like uh, alleged killer season of of. Um, it could, yeah, that's right. Stars. Like every contestant, <laughs> is an alleged killer. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No convicted killers. We no can't convicted have no convicted no. killers. And if you get convicted mid-season, you're out. You're out. You're done. That's, you get eliminated. <laughs> There's two but, judging panels. One's an actual judge, and the other one. <laughs> It's dancing judges. <laughs> well, you know you're about to get arrested, so you skip town and you film your routines on your on your mobile phone. <laughs> you drag your dance partner off with you and on the lamb, dancing it's, in different states. Uh, and as we all know, dancing with the stars is with a Z. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, it should be with uh, apostrophes around stars too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Uh, what is the sound of? Scraping the bottom of the barrel. There must be a faint. Why isn't there a famous sound effect for scraping the bottom of the barrel? That's true. I feel like that's something Murray Tregoning would have used on Hey Hey at Saturday oh. if there was a famous sound effect. Heatball all over it. There's a there's a modern reference for all you cool kids with a Z out there. <laughs> Murray Tregoning from Hey Hey at Saturday. Chachi and Murray Tregoning. Did you see that uh, Paul Rudd? Uh, Yes, for being uh, for wearing a mask and Paul Rudd yes. to be it's fucking a great cool kid. 
Uh, it was very funny. <laughs> oh, he's done so well, Paul Rudd. He has. Yeah. Ever charming. Yeah. Like he was kind of around. I remember he was in Romeo and Juliet and he's barely in it and stuff. And I don't know. He was kind of doing some, I don't know. He's just had he's such a good a career. Party. He's just done, yeah. But he's just gotten kind of bigger and bigger as he's gone on. Always likeable. He's so funny. And he's so good in like wet, hot American, American summer. summer. Yeah. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. American summers. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's so funny in that. Yeah. Uh, let's hope that nothing goes wrong with Paul Rudd. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's just oh, some people be... you're just like, I can't, th- I can handle almost anyone. Not Paul Falling Rudd. Falling foul. Yeah. yeah. But Paul Rudd, please keep your nose clean. Well, Don't JK, do anything stupid, Paul JK Rudd. J.K. Rowling's making another, another attempt at being blackballed. She's, she's, she's written a new book uh, where her protagonist is a transvestite. Um, just to get everyone on side again. Oh, really? Uh, and, and not offend anyone. Yeah. The, the murderer is a transvestite. I the think murderer. you're saying. The, oh, yeah, sorry. the person who kills, oh, yes. uh, who kills women is a transvestite. Who kills Harry Potter. <laughs> It'll be a fun read. It'll be a fun oh, read, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, like all of her non-Harry Potter books, I can't wait to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, um, it's like when Miley Cyrus went all, you know, like trying to break the Hannah Montana image and it's like nude on a cannonball and wrecking ball and all the crazy stuff. That's like what she's doing. She's trying to ruin her, wreck her Harry Potter like image. Old image. And speaking just be like, books, hey, I'm just I'm books, wild and crazy. You can still buy mine. Link in the podcast notes. Why thanks, wouldn't you? Uh, thanks for all of those people who have bought it um, thus far. Um, Mine's my thing. After this, I'm going start... to bed to start reading it. Oh, could cool. we also, yeah? is it possible that, um, Sorry to get in there. I just yeah. was struck by the thought of, is it possible that we could somehow get a hold of Dr. Brains's PhD? Uh, we've mm. talked about how a lot of these PhDs go unread, these papers. Oh. Um, why can't we link to that in the show notes? Dr. Brains. Uh, Can we read it? Yeah. Let's get your words out there. <gasps> I want to know, know what made you a doctor. <laughs> Chapter one, Carl McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter two, Rick Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three. I'm, Carl, I believe. I'm a, I believe foot, I'm a the, footnote. The listeners <laughs> <Yeah>. out <laughs> <got> there, <laughs> the listeners out there, would love to get an insight into what makes Doctor Brains tick. Dr. What Brains. makes Doctor Brains a doctor? What were well, the very uh, words? We'll take this onto the chat and see if we can't get a copy of that thesis. Come on, Doctor Brains. I can. I <laughs> gone. Can. Oh, and then I'm just going to get some liquid paper and do her name up the top and then just write my name on there and then just walk <laughs> into a minute. uni and ha- hand it in somewhere. That's how away. heroes are made. That's how heroes that's, are made. That's how Bugsy Malone would have done it. That's the first, uh, that's the first step on a journey that's going to end up with you on Mars alone weeping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of doctors, here is some advice for any doctors out there. This is more medical doctors. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how medical Dr. Brains is going to get. I mean, she loves a brain. Oh, yeah. She loves a brain. So this, it, it, may be, it may be worth her noting this down. 40% of patients who were victims of medical malpractice, I mean, I'm not, not saying anything about Dr. Brains here. I'm not saying malpractices no. in the future. This is just some medical advice. 40% of pa- patients who were victims of medical malpractice reported that if they had received an explanation and apology, they would not have felt the need to file a suit. 
Right. They just want an explanation and apology, but I feel like it's a bit of a catch twenty two where I feel like they're probably yeah. not allowed to apologize for fear that's... of legal action. I'm sorry yeah, I left sure. my watch in you. Yeah. I'm gonna sue you. <laughs> but uh, I said yeah. sorry. Yeah, so I feel like it's a bit of a tricky one that I mean it's it might be true, but also mm. I feel like if the lawyers found out that the doctors had apologized, even if they the, the uh, defendants no longer felt the need to file suit. The lawyers would be urging yeah. some insistence yeah. that perhaps it is in their best interest to continue with the suit. And it's an admission of guilt as well. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I did it. Sorry. That's why you don't get no, you get no explanation. You get no <laughs> apology. I'll see you in court. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dr. Nick. Uh, but I do like the idea that we could just all talk it out. Yeah. And say sorry. Great. And it'd all be okay. And Unless if you they took lawyers out of the, it's lawyers. Lawyers are the problem. Thank God, no one here is a lawyer, and none of our listeners are lawyers. Not one single listener, I'm <laughs> sure, any, is a wretched lawyer. Clients. <laughs> none of our clients. Clients. <laughs> our oh, are you speaking of the good old days? <laughs> yes. When yes. there were clients and business. When there were and, clients and, and functioning and corporate team? landscapes. Yeah. And uh, teams to educate. <laughs> He's speaking of yesteryear. <laughs> oh, it was a dark time. <laughs> uh, unaware that bail was set at only $2, a man once spent five months in prison. What? Who's not telling him that he's only a... Where's the communication? Maybe no one liked him. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Because no... you've got to get outside. bailed out. Everyone that sounds like a guy who had a... Nah. I reckon he had a good <laughs> thing going in prison. Yeah, he's probably he's like, maybe he's one of those people in the real world who's just like, mm, you're a schmuck. And in prison, yeah. he's like, you're a god, you're prison king. Yeah, I, I think that's what it was. He's like uh, pool king, but in the prison. <laughs> oh, I've been thinking a lot about pool kings. Yeah, they don't exist anymore, do they? Those, those, I don't know because diving boards aren't as prominent in pools anymore as they used to be. They were, I also think because there's one near us at Carnegie Pool, there's the not a 10 meter, but there's a one and a three meter springboard. And three meters just, all you need. Three meters all you need to dominate. It's all kids now. It's not pool kids. It's yeah, not like it was, pool king. Yeah, but yeah, it was not, when we were kids. There were pool no, kids. not not te- But they were like te- like I'm talking Alexander's age and things like that. Like Alexander's right. going off the three meter thing and stuff. Yeah. You know? it's just yeah. I don't think it's it's more a family thing now. It's not kids skiving off from school and being pool kings. Yeah, it's weird. It was a we real thing when we were kids. Those, yeah. those we older be, teenagers probably early 20-year-olds who mm-hmm. just dominated the pool board and um, gave everyone something to look up to. Yeah. And yeah. So, so you go down the pool. I'd go down the St. Albans pool. They'd have a 10-meter diving tower. I mean, they were probably tradies if they had a job at all. Uh, yeah. So they'd probably finish around, t- you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon straight yeah. to the pool, straight to the pool in their footy shorts and yep. just do casual layback bombs from the 10-meter yeah. tower. So and I, I was thinking about him because there's that ad, like a sports bet ad or something. I don't yeah, know yeah. where it's like synchronized bombing from the, um, from the diving towers. Yeah. I've <laughs> seen it like two. No. Like, it's like, it's acting like it's an Olympic event and it's these two, like it's, it's got commentators and, uh, and these two guys do, do like a, like a, 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 a weird dive off the thing to, into a bomb. And I was like, that could totally be a sport. Like I would watch synchronized bombing. Yeah. Like, and, and, you're, cool. and you're trying to make the biggest splash possible instead of the yes. smallest splash possible. There's no reason that could not be a very watchable sport. They're joking about it on the ad, but I'm like, I'm intrigued 
and I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Uh, and maybe and there's there's you could do it and you could also do backwhackers and bellywhackers that are oh. purely judged by the sound. Yeah. Like by, <laughs> by the crack and and the amount that the audience goes, ooh. That's a good so, thing at a part where a whole bunch of people suddenly just go, oh. And maybe oh. if this was more of a actual sport, you'd get the pool kings back. Yeah. Uh, but then saying that, Probably not the worst thing that Pool Kings disappeared. I feel like they probably were a shadier demographic yeah. than um, than I ever gave them credit for. I feel like they're the, like, in terms of, like, the food chain and stuff. There's a food chain and now the ecosystem's all messed up because they're not there, you know, keeping things in check. And So society started declining when the Pool Kings went away. There's I your Netflix so. documentary. There's your, <laughs> there's your doctorate. Yeah. Tiger King be gone. It's Pool King all day. Yeah. Pool King. <laughs> uh, Kings with his end. Now here's some relevant content. Right. Um, I mean, it's historical, but you know, the 1918 flu pandemic is often mm. called the Spanish flu mm-hmm. because Spain didn't fake and minimise the data about the dead like Germany, Britain, France, and the USA did. Right. Spain were the only one that were open and honest about how wow. many people were dropping dead, and everyone's Shit. like. Ugh. Very Spanish flu, this one. We're all fine here. <laughs> Don't look behind me. There's a lot of dead bodies. But <laughs> so they just they let Spain take the hit while they were just yeah. hiding their dead bodies until Spain had been branded with the flu. And then they're like, all right, we can admit that we've got it now because now we've got the Spanish flu. Yeah, it's kind of like Trump saying the China virus when clearly it's the American virus now. <laughs> like, <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> But also, um, I think they're not allowed to name things like that anymore. They're not allowed to say the the Spanish flu unless yeah. you're or, the president of the United States. Or yeah. you can't, or you can't name it like um, like swine flu. There was I can't remember what country it was. They killed like fucking thousands of pigs. Oh yeah, you, you can't name actions. things like that because people go, well, fucking, let's get them. Yeah, kill Spain. Like yes. the China virus, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying, yeah. that's that's why he's trying yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah, and that's why you're not allowed to do it. But he's doing it. Like it's there's no firm yeah. rules that you're not allowed to do it. No, no, he's not allowed to officially. We can't officially call it. Yeah, his yeah. his numbers are climbing as well because the people who are on the fence and not sure they're all starting to come back around to Trump. And yeah, he's he's going to win totally. So Rick, I hope your money's. I'd be happy oh, with your money. Yeah, no, it'll never, it'll never be enough. It would, it will <laughs> never be enough money. Carl's I mean, called the election. Help. Sure, I've got it. I've got it. Fifty-one days it. out. Carl's called it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mean world syndrome. Mean world. Yeah, yeah it's mean Mrs. World. Mean's uh, fun park. <laughs> <laughs> mean world. That's what she did with her money. <laughs> It's a phenomenon whereby the violence-related content of mass media makes viewers believe that the world is more dangerous than it actually is. Again, oh, Trump's playbook right called? there. Mean world that's syndrome. Been, Doesn't have any clever name. For news, you know, for yeah. years. That's what it is. Yeah. That's um, the whole thing you... behind Bowling for Columbine. That's the whole, you know, thing of the story is, is that. Um, and that's why we keep trying to, you know, every now and then we realise that mean world syndrome is pushing in at the edges of our of our psyche and we try to push back with a bit of, you know, Buckley method mm. um, and a little bit of random acts of kindness just because, mm-hmm. and just also acknowledging all the good stuff that is out there because yeah. 
you can get beaten down a little bit by Mean World Syndrome. Um, Particularly in times like this. Yeah, like absolutely. Where you're absolutely. stuck at home and all, you know, world's in chaos, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And yeah. you, you do need to keep taking a pause and reminding yourself that the day-to-day interactions and, you know, mood of people that you meet is a lot nicer than, than the media would, would have you believe. Of course it is. And all the numbers for deaths and this and that and all that are always are all generally tracking in the right direction as well. Yeah. With all that sort of stuff. It's just that, you know, what is it? If it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it leads. Oh, that's <laughs> Schwarzenegger's, nice Schwarzenegger's new movie where he's a TV network <laughs> news guy. It's not a new movie. It's just his uh, inspirational quotes website. <laughs> <laughs> it's just peaceful music with Schwarzenegger. Doing quotes. I um, I my wonders. I've been noticing new houses are having like really big letterboxes, like big, like like a meter by maybe. Well, I was going. What's this? About? I thought it was just being ostentatious and stuff. I think it's for package delivery, right? Ah, because people get more. I mean, everyone's getting even when it's not a pandemic. People, you get packages delivered to your house and stuff. Yeah, and often and if, they're all good. if they're not there, they might leave it somewhere they think is safe. But otherwise, you've got to go to the news agents. And I'm just like, oh, maybe it's just you just have this because they're fucking big. It's like an oil drum. Have you di- have you dived into one yet? Not yet. No. You get yourself some good stuff, mate. I should. I should just watching the bushes. Yeah. Would you feel safer having your package waiting in your big, huge um, letterbox that's yeah. easily accessible by the footpath, or don't know, tucked in around the front door? Like, what, unless there's what some feels safer, uh, unless there's some weird way that the person can access it. But yeah. then, I don't know. Oh, you know what? Next, next time I go for like a walk, one of those, I'll have uh, a look. I'll try and open those, their letterbox. Yeah. One of those bins that you like, their secondhand bins that have those tip trays and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the post office boxes, the actual ones. Next, yeah, they so didn't next, used to have. They didn't used to have those. And friends of mine, when they would get drunk, like when we were teenagers and stuff, would just go sleep in them. In the because it's just in the brotherhood bin. bins. Oh, in yeah, the brotherhood yeah. bins, yeah, because they're like super comfy. It's just oh, clothes and stuff, just clothes and it's and dry. And you know, you're miles from home, and you're a teenager, and you're drunk, and there you go. Next time you go for a wander, I think mm. you should try to steal as many parcels as you can from letterboxes. Okay. If you get caught, okay. just let them know that it's for a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> it's not illegal. It's for content. <laughs> yeah. Um, you were definitely going to bring them all back. It's okay. It was just yeah. to see how many you could steal as opposed to if they were left, you know, by the front door. And don't go outside your 5K limit. Like, just oh, no. Stay, just oh, don't no, break no, any no, rules is what I'm saying. No, no. Don't break any rules. Try to steal just the mail. Steal, steal the stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. The that phrase "it's for a podcast" has gotten me out of so much stuff. <laughs> it's so much. It's like a get out of jail free card, oh, literally. It is. Oh, what, what's your podcast? <laughs> it is weird when I say I've got a podcast. People like, people like, like, oh, oh, what's your what's podcast? It called? Oh. It's called get out of jail free. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I say that we've been doing it for like, you know, whatever it is, six years, they're like, oh, so yeah. all right. Oh, what's it called? Oh, and they get yeah, really weird. interested. We're getting into, you know, we're like um, old, the old men of the game. We're not, um, oh yeah, dude status. No. But we're, we're, Joe Rogan. we're not too many tears below. That's what I'm saying. Because we just yeah. keep on keeping on. I'm just holding out for the day that Spotify come up to us like they did to Joe Rogan and pay us $100 million to be oh, exclusively they I, on yeah, Spotify. Up, they, they came over and I, I was like, who are you? And, and oh. they were like, we're Spotify. I'm like, yeah, fuck off, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Always play hardball. Yes. 
That's yeah. our motto. Yeah. That's the how about this way. They'll come back. They'll be back. Yeah, they'll be back. The first maybe offer how, is never the one you take. Maybe the second offer was them be, pretending to be Mrs. Mean, saying, hey, I've got all this money to give you guys. <laughs> you know, it's so, no. happened this afternoon. Uh, Sam uh, went out and took Joss uh, out for a, a walk um, and up to the mailbox. And in that time while she was out. Steal I was, some stuff? I was, in the middle, yeah. I was in the middle of teaching a class and a Domino's guy just pulls up to our house in the middle of the afternoon or late afternoon, I should say. It's like, hey, do you want to play well, some Domino's? <laughs> or he just hops out and pushes one Domino. <laughs> and, he, and he hops, <laughs> drives, drives to the end of our driver. I'm like, there's no way anyone here has ordered a pizza. No way at all. And and I know that there's no one downstairs. And and But he looks, he checks his phone, looks at the house. I'm like, oh, God. So I'm in the middle of teaching. And um, he comes up the driveway, goes to the door, like, oh, look, guys, I, I just have to go downstairs for a sec. Hang on. Go down there. And um, because it's the end of term, Sam's school um, faculty just sent her a pizza out of, out of nowhere. <laughs> Surprise pizza. Surprise pizza. Hey! And the guy, I open the door and I'm trying to be as polite as possible going, um, we didn't order a, a pizza. He's like, I know. It's from this person. It's a gift. I'm like, Oh take the fucking pizza. What? I was take the so fucking confused. pizza. What it. I would be saying to Sam's school is, why fucking Domino's? Why wouldn't you give me good pizza? This is a you slap in me? the face. A real. This is basically saying, we don't like you as a person and we don't respect <laughs> you as a teacher. We've got you inedible pizza as a gift. It's like she's been marked for death. It's like, oh no, they gave me the shit pizza. Oh no, <laughs> it's all over. I'm going to get fired. Oh. I will give you 500 bucks if you can pick the half-half that it was. Hawaiian and margarita. Oh. Vegetarian? Mar- is Mar- either of those? Vegetarian oh, okay. is correct as a half. And meat yes. lovers. No. Oh, Capuchosa. I love that combination. No. Butter Aussie. chicken. Butter, butter chicken. chicken? <laughs> the fuck? Butter chicken and vegetarian supreme is what she is getting the sack. That's what that means. (laughs) She is about to get an email. Yeah, that is the kiss of death. That pizza, butter chicken from Domino's, and it was probably a cheesy crust deep dish. (laughs) Just the worst thing ever. I mean, the bottom of the box did say you're fired. You're fired. (laughs) In it was written in Greece. She just thought it meant wood fired. Just letting the pizza know where it came from. It's like, no, Sam, you're fired. <laughs> I hope that's not true. Uh, I hope we haven't jinxed it. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. That'd be terrible. No, I mean, uh, she's, she's doing great. She had a review this week uh, from the principal and all the other staff. And they said, you're fired. And uh, we said, we're sending you the pizza. You're going to get a package during the week. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's an ironic fact for you. Mm-hmm. The music Say it used- ironically. No, I don't know how to. I don't know how to. Oh, you just like Winona Ryder in Reality, Reality Bites. Bites. Uh, the music used in the You Wouldn't Steal a Car anti-piracy ad was mm. pirated. Is it? <laughs> was it? Was it? Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. I looked into it a little bit. Um, yeah. So it was originally uh, back in 2006, a... A licensing firm approached a Dutch musician, Melchior Reitveld, to write some music for an anti-piracy ad with the strict proviso that this music would be played only and exclusively at a local film festival. So he wrote the music, it was played, he got paid and all was well. But then 
The next year, he bought a Harry Potter DVD, and to his surprise, <gasps> his music was in the anti-piracy ad at the beginning. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh my God, that's awesome! He had to uh, he had to fight tooth and nail to get uh, to get his due his his due recompense for that. Yeah. Turns out the licensing them. company was a bunch of bunch of nugget heads. <laughs> nugget heads. Uh, yeah. but that's that's ironic. Is that ironic? I feel like that's, that's ironic. ironic. That's I mean, I'm never quite sure what ironic is, but I feel like <laughs> that's got to be close to ironic. Sing it. Is it? I think it's just sing it like, uh, or like what's her face does. Elias yeah. Morris. It's like, it's like rhyme. <laughs> I don't know how to start. It's like stealing a song for an anti-piracy ad. <laughs> hey, that's it. That's so <laughs> good. <it> ironic. <laughs> that the song isn't ironic. <laughs> That, that's the most don't get me started. I know. Don't, I don't know. get me started. It's so many, the many layers. She's a genius. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that guy was crazy. Crazy what like was a his fox. Name? Yeah. Uh Willie Willie something. Willie Williams. This stuff is wild. It's really wild. Like it's I, just I kind of love it. But every time, of, every time I'm gonna try to find him, keep going. And his, his verses are just like crazy ranting. Mm. I love you so much. It's so grand. Anyway. Here's another PhD related fact just for Dr. Brains. Mm. In 1975, a physicist made his cat the co-author of his physics paper because he'd accidentally written we instead of I throughout the paper and couldn't be bothered changing it. So it was just his name the cat as the yeah. His name is Dr. Tittles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so Dr. Brains, if you didn't do something like that, I'm I feel like you've missed yeah. a trick. Yeah. You could have credited the three of us, for instance. We'd we'd or, be happy co authors of your paper. You could have you could credit my dog, whose name is Carl McConnell. <laughs> Carl McConsel? McConsel. Yeah, Carl McConsel. McConsel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if anyone out there is halfway through a paper, feel free to change all the eyes to wheeze and then you get to pick a, a co-author. Yeah. Sh- share the share the love is what I'm saying. Why hog all your intelligence? And then when you get the Nobel Peace Prize or whatever, or one of the Nobels. Peace. Peace Prize. Um, <laughs> you come up on stage with your dog or your cat yeah. and your cat's in like a tiny tuxedo. <sighs> and, and the is world falls in love with you. than a cat? In a tuxedo, winning a Nobel Peace Prize. Come on! That's how. That's how you could win the pre- presidency. Like, just, oh. just. I mean, you could lie through your butt and just say you're. A, oh, hang on, hang on. Jason's doing something. This found, is the dude. I found Wesley Willis Alanis Morissette song. If anyone has. You are a rock star. You are a rock legend to the max. You can really knock it out. You can really whoop a horse's ass. Anytime I hear a name, that song goes into my head. I mean, that makes sense. Wesley Willis, <sighs> Alanis Morissette, look it up. It's priceless. Get on board. So you could become the president if you said that you were like a veteran, like, you know, you fought in whatever, you, yep. even if you didn't. Yep. And you've got a dog and your dog is like your, you can say it's your care animal. It helps you. It's like your therapy dog sort of thing. And I the nation falls in love. That. 
the nation falls in love with the dog mm-hmm. and you become president. Yeah. I think it's just it's three steps, and yeah. then you die, and the dog becomes president. Oh, Perfect. please! Yes, yeah, yeah. Vice you know Pooch doesn't feel strange. <laughs> it doesn't feel weird. Like that would have been like no. a ridiculous yeah. thing to say, but now it feels like that, that could happen. I, how, yeah, how I mean, if a I had dog... a choice between a dog and Trump, I'd, yeah, yeah, how could a dog, a dog do any worse than Trump? I mean, come on, <laughs> honestly, the whole the whole country would just have treats. Yeah. <laughs> Treats two and tennis balls. Yes, one bark for no. You can make all decisions <laughs> so he, with a two bark, one bark system. So he might, he might start wars by going and peeing on like China's leg and things like that. China yeah. couldn't get mad. Who could get mad? At Who a could dog. get mad at, at Makes President Pooch? Eyes. <laughs> President Pooch. It's got, it, it'll be wearing a suit, Carl. Come on. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There's a lot to like about President Pooch. Oh, oh, he's I got my it. vote. I see a Netflix animation. And once he becomes president, the cat should be a uh, a cat should be vice president just to yeah. create some frisson. Yeah, yeah. A frisson tension. tension. Surely, <laughs> the, surely the cats would be the other party. Oh, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Cat publicans. <laughs> and the dogocrats. <laughs> I guess Demo- Democrats made more sense, didn't Democrats. it? The Democrats. Oh, damn it! And the... Republicans. Repu- Republicans. Republicans? That's Republicans. Good. Yeah, nice. nice. Although it just doesn't feel right that the cute dog is a Republican, you yeah. know? Yeah. But name-wise, it makes sense. It works. And Unless it's not a cute dog and this is like a pit bull, yeah. crazy, rip-your-face-off dog. It's a pug. <laughs> President <laughs> Pug. pug. <laughs> Every moment of my life is pain. <laughs> Well, this changes this, the whole situation. Before it was a reliable, lovable, like golden, golden lab, but yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's, it's a pug. Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get the Democrats back in. <laughs> they want change. Meow. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, uh, that's good. Too good. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm spent. I'm spent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good things. In 1999, guys. 1999. Not that long yeah. ago. No. All right. It was a simple. But then time. again. But just as evil. Ago. Just as evil. Okay. Coca-Cola classic. Oh, big Invented farmer. a vending machine that could adjust its prices based on the temperature, <gasps> allowing it to hike up the price of a Coke on a hot summer day. Customers denounced the idea, and even Pepsi accused Coke of exploitation. Classic yeah. Pepsi move. Yeah. Um, in 1999, they're just ahead of the time. Is this not just surge pricing that, yeah. that Uber, Uber does did, yeah. at, their, at their leisure, True. or they did before, you know, back in, back in the olden days? When there was Uber. <laughs> um, <laughs> So really, it's just that Coca-Cola were ahead of their time. It was a great idea. In the, it was the right idea in the wrong time. Oh, it's I feel like if idea. they tried that now, they'd get away with it, surely. But how would they not? Like, it's, when you first hear you're like, yeah, that makes sense. That's not a, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it's dirty, but, you yeah. know, it's good business. But it's like but, it's hot. You really want one. You pay more. But if you're a person that's maybe passing by that way quite a lot, it wouldn't take you long to figure out that you're paying different for the Coke. So did not anyone think of that? I just, I think they'd have to get red teamed at all. I assume they'd have to be 
honest about it, I mean, that's a stupid assumption. <laughs> but I feel like in the same, the only way you get away with it, if it was, if it was like Uber, where they say, sorry, guys, we're going to charge more when it's busy. Yeah. yeah. But I guess they've got the explanation for it in, you know, they've got their logic behind it, whether it's yeah, sound it or not more- is open for debate. But yeah. They've got their reason why that is. So I guess Coke could get away with it if they could give a solid explanation. I feel like that the fact that there's a sure. finite amount of Cokes in the machine probably discounts. I, I, I can't actually see how you can explain charging more during the hot weather. Eh, I guess you could. Hey, Carl, I saw a tweet this morning from Bernie Sanders saying that yes. um, uh, Elon Musk made $10.4 million yesterday in one day. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and you know, uh, it was a Sanders post, so it's like if we gave 600 you know, you've got to tax the rich. If we gave $600 to working families, you know, mm. it would make a real difference, et cetera. How does Elon Musk make his money, Carl? I don't know. You're buddies with him. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> How does your mate Musk make a buck? Where's he um, getting his cash from? Online where's poker? Where's he getting all these space, yes or no? where are you getting these space bucks from? He's, from what I know, he's really cash poor. Everything is into his companies. So money he makes, he puts so back So he's not into rich, he's companies. a con man. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> he's, then he nearly went out of business. Like he had to keep getting funded. And I mean, Amazon was in similar They had a great idea, but they couldn't, they weren't making money. So people oh, were sinking like money in. That's us. Yeah. We just need people to stick a whole bunch of money in yeah. and then we'll pay it back yeah. when we use that money to make more money. Right. <laughs> So he's all his stuff more than a lot of other people. He's got just doesn't have a lot of stuff on in cash. Like there's not a lot of liquidity. Right. It's all so, going into his companies to drive those. So forward. he's making ten million dollars a day. It's like it's like in since COVID started, like uh, Amazon have made like thirteen billion dollars or something. Yeah, like that. Like, but it's like Apple. I've actually got this written down here. Apple. It took forty two years for Apple to get to one trillion dollars and they were the first company to get to there and then it took two years to get to two trillion right so once you get that first trillion oh yeah but that's the second one's easy it used to be once you make that first million and now it's trillion like it's just it's kind of just a bit sickening i was surprised how easy it was for us to all make our first million yeah um i thought it would be harder i thought it would be harder so I feel like longer. trillion is a more realistic goal if you if, if you're looking for stretch goals. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You yeah, can, you could settle for your first million, but as we've all proven, you can accidentally make your first million. Yeah, it's you not an about, achievement. You're talking about dollars. I thought we made an agreement to drink that many beers, guys. What <laughs> your first million? Yeah. Oh no, no. You, you've been making money. That was. Oh. I made my first million when a doctor left a scalpel inside me <laughs> and, didn't, and didn't say sorry. All he had to do to was explain say, or apologize. Yeah, yeah. He just said, nah. And I kept going on planes and going through the metal detector things and right. setting them off. And, oh, man. So, yeah, that's how I made my first. Oh, right. Uh, I, I've just been dealing strictly with beers. Not, oh, um, really? So, sorry. Oh, shit. My shit. first million, is, it's a French dish. It's, oh, is uh, it? Million. Yeah, it's like a consommé. Uh, oh, nice. And... Um, and like a, a, a seafood bisque. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, if you haven't eaten my million, you haven't no. lived. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> What's that ringing sound? Has someone got a ringing sound going on? Are you no. having a stroke? Is this, is this part of the skit? The <laughs> <laughs> ringing sound is my no. first million. <laughs> ding, Hello. ding. You're it a millionaire. All, it was all Hello, I'm cards. outside with a giant check. <laughs> 
It's gone now. I thought I heard a ringing sound. Anyway. Oh, I think oh, you just got tonight, dude. If you have a stroke live on this podcast, I mean, <laughs> that would be that's I mean, how you make chances, your first million. Yeah, the chances of that. I'll sue both of you. That's I'm the gonna, only reason I keep coming back week after week. I know. I've already written my will on my monitor. <laughs> in your handwriting? Did you, type, did uh, you yeah. type it out or did you scratch it in? Damn it, I typed it. <laughs> Anyone could have typed that. A room full of monkeys could have typed that. That's not a real hologram. <laughs> Uh, so, guys, this is. I was so, thinking about this the other day, talking about holograms. Yes. Uh, you know how they had, like, a, you know, a while back, like, Tupac went on at. Um, uh, yeah. Where was it? Wherever. Coachella burning, or somewhere. Burning Man of Coachella or something like that. And then, and then there was, like, a live tour, hologram tour scheduled. <laughs> and, and, like, after you go from Tupac, where do you go from there? It was Roy Orbison. It was Roy Orbison. We spoke about this on the podcast. Roy yeah. Orbison was the the tour, the oh, hologram yeah. tour after yeah. the technology became mainstream. Haven't seen it since. No. Not one time. Well, I reckon it, they went with Roy Orbison because he's liked by a lot of older people and their vision isn't as good. And they'd be like, oh my God, it looks amazing. Also, I imagine he was a fairly static performer. Like there's no choreography. <laughs> <Yeah>. He didn't <laughs> prowl not- the stage. Like I imagine <laughs> Tupac at least prowled the stage a little bit. I reckon Roy Orbison was a stand and deliver kind of performer who had a lovely voice. And so hologram wise, he's got everything yeah, you want. No movement, yeah. um, good sound quality. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and, and older and an older demographic who but will be the, very forgiving of the magic of holograms. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking about it the other day. That was the f- first and last time we we had a hologram tour. Like that's it. I haven't heard we haven't heard of it since. Nah, I reckon I, I they think it's started, generated zero excitement. That's why. Yes, I think they started COVID just as an excuse to cancel the tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit. What are we gonna do? Oh my god, I'm gonna lose my first million. Um, so judging, I. Th- feel like right back at the introduction lenny the lockdown mm. loser might have said this was episode 299 it <gasps> is so we're on the precipice uh we're not going to be out of lockdown come episode 300. 300 no but we really are about we're about to do our 300th episode um and it's just going to be us you know our just little squares on a screen yeah um so and- we have a, a few options we talked about them briefly last week we can skip 300 just go to 301 Oh, that's and then right. come back to 300 when we're together again. We can do 299.5.6. Um, True. But also, Rick, last week you were saying that it wasn't too bad to do it like this, something like this, because it is what it is. Like, it this is, is where we're is. This, this is, yeah. if it's a, if Document. we're marking down history, yeah. and, you know, people go, I mean, oh, they did I the do, 300th in lockdown. I do always just feel that this, uh, this podcast is essentially a diary for me as an old man to go back and listen yeah. to us when we were uh, younger. I and we, I reckon we do it. And, uh, and, and I might reach out to a few people and, uh, and get them on the Zoom. Um, oh, uh, to, to, Carl's not like, happy. One at a time, Carl. One that at a time. It always gets messed up. <laughs> We've had Carl's people anxious. Call, We've had people call in during, uh, during anniversary episodes before. Could yeah, we, we were all on, could we, were we invite all in people? Um, could we see if any of the listeners out there wanted to come and watch the magic happen without participating? You know, be non-video participants in the call and oh. just watch us record episode so three hundred. Um, see all of this amazing visual content unfold. Is that something? <laughs> I don't can, know. I don't do know what that. the listeners are into. There's got to be a. Whoop, oh, my just, headphones I mean, fell off. That. That could have been visual content for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, there's got to be at least one or two out there who'd be like, oh, yeah. come on. Yeah, for sure. But will sure. that throw Carl off his moxie? Will will knowing that someone's here watching, watching the the Bush Ranger himself <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I don't want Carl to be uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. It's episode yeah. 300, whatever. I just, whatever. I all I want is that everything just goes smoothly in terms of tech. I don't Carl, want like Carl he doesn't want to be the podcast that goes wrong. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent it'll go smooth. Like what could happen? <laughs> just. Just when we've had other people on, it just gets all blah, 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 blah. Like last week. Was it last week? I think it might have been last week. There was a lot of syncing problems and people talking and things being weird and maybe that was just my end, but I was little glicks and things and, yeah. I so I, just don't, I, don't want, I don't want tech difficulties. <laughs> he wants a smooth ride and that's fair. It is episode 300. We're getting too old for this shit. Like, <laughs> Rick just, Rick with just froze on my screen. Did I? Yeah. yeah. And then you oh. went out of sync. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you put the moxie on us, Carl. Oh, my God. It's my yeah. beard. I've got to shave my beard. <laughs> but when we listen back to it, it'll be seamless. Yeah, it'll be seamless. Oh, yeah. True. Stop scratching your beard. I can hear it. Oh, sorry. It's my oh, ASMR. This podcast is falling apart. No, 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 no. So you're this the one who's giving us tech- technical difficulties, you and your beard. Oh, it's all falling apart. But- there will be no 300. But every time I touch my beard and scratch it, I, my Patreon makes money. <laughs> That's but why our numbers are going up. It's, it's your ASMR beard podcast. Yeah, just me scratching my beard. <laughs> oh, what's that? Oh, it's a bit of dinner in there. Oh, scratchy, scratchy. Oh, what's that? Is that a bird in my beard? Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's what I do. I mean, I would listen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm who wouldn't? And who wouldn't? like and subscribe. Um, now here's uh, I've got one final fact for you alright just because I know you like to know what's going on in the animal kingdom just so you're not making wrong assumptions yeah king king cobras yeah aren't actually true cobras and (gasps) are called that because their diet consists of other snakes including cobras so they're called king cobras because they'll eat a bloody cobra they will eat cobras the king of cobras the king of cobras the cobras look at them and they're like yes your highness please don't eat me but they're not even cobras i don't know what they are wow and so are they hooded though or they're just snakes you know hooded ones where they have that cobra thing i thought they had that they don't have that then i don't know maybe they look like cobras maybe they've learned to look like cobras so they can eat more of them suck them in Oh, nice. Yeah, If yeah. you want to eat a cobra, become a cobra. Be, you know be the cobra. <laughs> if I was a cobra. <laughs> Nothing gets you invited to cobra yet? parties. Like, Is it cobra like or cobra. cobra? Now I'm confused. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm probably cobra saying Kai. it wrong. Cobra. No, I think it's probably both. Yeah. It's one of those words, isn't it? Look, however, the, watching... however the Canadians say it, that's how it should be. Cobra. Cobra K. Uh, yeah, King cobras are definitely hooded. Yes. Wow, that's they weird. They definitely look like a cobra, but I do feel like that's just part of their na- nature's cruel game. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Oh, How so many you, cobras have been sucked in. So many weird evolutions. If you're Who's a cobra, you, just Gary. Uh, if you're a cobra, you'd be like, hey, man, I'm a fucking cobra. And then yeah. the cobra <laughs> comes along and you're like, ah, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> he looked just like a cobra. Then he ate <laughs> me. <laughs> and then uh, there's a little will on the side of the snake. <laughs> Just kidding. Snakes don't have arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a fang scratching. Yeah, fang scratching. 
or written with its tail in the dirt. <laughs> There's so Do many ways the cobra can let people know where its estate should be should be divided. <laughs> Do snakes have tails? I mean, they just are a tail. Uh, one of life's great questions. <laughs> Isn't we'll it? Answer okay? that and more on episode 300 next week. Oh, 300. Oh. Who would have wow. thought? Was that Jason um, signing off? And must just sign off now. I uh, know. Was we that will you signing sign off? Because we're okay. around about at that time, I think. But uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so join us next week for. Um, uh, keep an eye on the Facebook. We'll announce if we're going to have anyone on uh, or people come watch. Uh, join us on the chat. See what you want us to do. Um, if anyone is keen, uh, you can do that. Uh, you can reach out to us via Facebook uh, to join the Telegram chat. We'll send you a link. Uh, we don't leave the links on the socials because bots join our um, chats uh, and we like to keep it real. Um, Fuck yeah. bots. <laughs> we've had people joining up as well. Yeah. So don't a, be afraid. A few people joining up, coming in, uh, uh, being a part of the conversation. It kicks off every couple of days for a, a short burst. It's not all consuming, but it is entertaining. Um, Gentle. Yeah. Oh, just one thing that I watched um, on the weekend, The Social Dilemma, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, like a doco yeah. about Facebook and stuff and social media. Was it's it really heartwarming? Good. Did it make you feel good? It, re- it, it made me feel... Mean world syndrome. No, it made me feel great that I wasn't on social media. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah, suck it. I'm not even on it. Huh. Yeah, you're winning. Karma Consul. Um, Consul out. You can uh, find the link to buy my book in the show notes of the podcast. You can also subscribe to us as a Patreon here. Um, Our subscribers get all the love and the joy. Um, You can subscribe and help us keep the podcast live and on air. Um, That helps us pay for new soundboards when they go uh, and keep our um, uh, our podcast uh, subscribed and uh, in the clouds and things like that. Um, Keeps me in my orange glasses as well. As I've become (laughs) accustomed to. Carl's Orange Glasses Lush Fund. Uh, so uh, you can look us up on Patreon. Uh, how about this? Lush Fund? Slush Fund? Slush Lush Fund. I like Lush Fund. Carl's lush definitely got a good. Lush Fund. Yeah, when it's, oh, Carl, when, it's, when it's involving Carl, it's a Lush Fund. Um, it's all Lush. 100%. Uh, all right, that's it. We'll talk to you next week for 300. Unbelievable. Oh. Talk to you then. Zias. Dr. My Brains, Hooli Doolies. Oh, congrats. To Rick, because that was awesome, but also to Dr. Brains. <laughs> <laughs>